0: Everyone, welcome back to the pod. I'm Hannah, one of your co-hosts and an intern at the college. And as always, I'm Sam, the other intern at the college.
1: And I'm still Chris Long, dean of the College of Arts and Letters.
0: And you're still <laughs> listening to the Liberal Arts Endeavor. Each episode throughout the academic year will feature a different liberal arts story within the college.
2: Today, we're talking to two rock star freshmen, Ellie Drake and Mariah Tedder, and assistant scholar director and professor, professor in the Department of English, Sandra Logan.
0: Welcome, everyone.
2: Hey. Oh <laughs> so this semester, um, we've been going through each of the dean's new initiatives. Um, last podcast, we talked to Jackie Rhodes and Kara Solano about the Critical Diversity in a Digital Age Initiative. And this week, we're talking about Citizen Scholars.
0: And to prove how great the program is, we have two aspiring Citizen, citizen Scholars with us today, Ellie and Mariah. So we just kind of want you guys
2: to introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about who you are, what your major is, that kind of stuff.
3: I'm Ellie Drake, and I am double majoring in theater and global studies with a minor in German. And I am loving the Citizen Scholars program so far. (laughs) Perfect. I'm
4: Mariah Tedder. I am majoring in English with a focus in secondary education, and I, too, am enjoying the Citizen Scholar experience.
5: I'm Sandra Logan, and I've been in the position of director since um, the program started a few months ago, <laughs> and I am finding it to be an amazing and really inspiring experience to work with these um, incredible students.
0: Awesome. We're so happy to have um, all you guys here to showcase how great the Citizen Scholars Program is. But first, Dean Long, what is the Citizen Scholars Program?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked that, <laughs> <Anna>. <laughs> The Citizen Scholars Program is uh, an idea that started out um, actually inspired by a quote from John Hanna. I don't know. Do you have that quote? I do have have the the quote. quote. Hmm.
0: So John Hanna once said at the National Conference on General Education, if educators are agreed on anything, it is that the fundamental purpose of education is to prepare young people to be good citizens.
1: So that idea that at a land-grant institution in particular, we have a responsibility to help students be good citizens is really at the heart of the Citizen Scholars Program. The way the program is structured is to invite students to aspire to be citizen scholars and to give them an opportunity with um, uh, a set of experiences earlier, early in their college career to uh, perform at a very high level to um, put their arts and humanities... Education into practice in their lives around the things that they care about uh, part of the liberal arts endeavor to lead a fulfilling life and to try to articulate what that looks like. And once the students do that t- um, to uh, show that they actually can put those values into practice, we reward them and we admit them into the Citizen Scholars Program and reward them with $5,000 of enrichment money to do an internship or study abroad. I can see... Ellie and Mariah getting excited about that already. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then once we, add, once we give the resources to do those experiences and to further integrate their arts and humanities experience and values into their actions as citizens, uh, then we ask them to do more, think more reflectively about their experience over the course of, of their uh, career here. So it's really an opportunity to empower students to take more ownership of their education and to put their values into practice. Over the course of their career,
2: great. So that's like the high-level, broad, you know, overview of it. Sandra, can you give us a little bit more of like the specifics? Like, what are these a aspiring citizen scholars doing? And then once they're admitted, what do they get to do?
5: Um, well, the program is primarily co-curricular. So um, we have uh, a whole series of events and activities that they participate in over the course of their four years here on campus. Um, they are the, the activities are sort of uh, set up so that they move from not not as challenging to more challenging, from more cultural experiences to um, creating group projects that actually will have an impact and a transformative effect on society. So, um, so yeah, the, the program requires students to be committed and to be engaged and interested in what they're doing, but then we give them this kind of framework to, to operate in so that they... They know what they need to do, and they know what it takes to become the kinds of um, citizens and leaders that we're hoping them that they will um, end up being.
0: So what have you guys experienced thus far within the program?
3: Um, well, so far, it's, like, been a lot of bonding and getting to know who all is in this, like, class of citizen scholars, aspiring citizen scholars with us. So we've had, like, some events, like... Um, just to get to know each other and to make more of a community um, within this large university. Like we had an ice skating night. Um, But then we also have other like workshops that we've done, which um, the one that I was able to attend was on wicked problems. Mm -hmm. And that was just really cool to see a bunch of people my age working together to like brainstorm how we can go about solving parts of these crazy problems that the world is facing. And it's like, we're all just freshman sophomore level at the university so it's really cool
1: so what is a wicked problem
3: um it's like a huge problem that the world um that we're facing that doesn't necessarily have one solution that's too complex to just solve with like one easy answer so you have to kind of tackle it in parts and there's not really a wrong way to solve it it's just what weight what solution solves the part that you're trying to tackle the best at this moment
1: yeah, one of the things that's interesting about about that whole idea of Wicked Problems is it requires multiple disciplines, mm-hmm. right? And so having having you think about that already at, at this stage in your career is really exciting.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: Mariah, have you experienced any citizen scholar programs yet?
4: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, like Ellie, we have the bonding, and we're um, given the opportunity to be on, like, an advisory board. So we are given a say. Um, our opinions, like, hold a lot of weight, I would always, like, describe this experience as an intimate cohort, so kind of like a cohort inside Mm -hmm. of a cohort. Mm -hmm. Your class sizes are super small. You get to know the faculty. Um, Networking is super easy within this, um, the Citizen Scholars Program. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, overall, it's just a community, a small community that's very intimate, friendly, friendly. casual. Mm-hmm. So these are your friends, yeah. even the faculty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to?
2: So, you know, you've only been here for a few months, a semester and a bit, but uh, you've got lots to look forward to.
3: Um, I am looking forward to um, definitely taking advantage of the enrichment money once I get it, because um, I'm planning to do a semester abroad my junior year, awesome. and... Um, I think that with, like, the experiences that I'm going to have within the next couple of years and then going and being able to take these skills and what I've learned abroad and then to come back to the campus for my senior year will just be amazing. And I hope that I can really bring all that I've learned together and, like, just pour it back into the community here because I love it already and I've only been here for, like, a semester. Same.
4: Um, For me, obviously, the enrichment money is super cool, um, but I am most excited for what I'm learning here. We're very focused on social injustice, Mm -hmm. and I aspire to be an urban educator, Um, so a lot of the things I focus on are based on race, um, demographic issues, stereotypes, these kind of stigmas, um, and I believe that the university prepares all students for these kind of problems, but Citizen Scholars Program dives way deep into it and I want to be a teacher that's prepared for things that my students are facing I want to be a teacher that cares that knows how to love her students Mm -hmm. and I feel like I am being just so like everyone's focusing on me I feel like it's me even though I'm a citizen scholar and Ellie's a citizen scholar and we're all citizen scholars it's almost like I matter a lot (laughs) it's just intimate I I'll just say that again
1: Awesome, but you, you've so you've had a couple of classes, right? Already in the, in this first year, Did, have have you been focusing on those kind of deeper values that you want to focus on during your career in those classes?
4: Oh, definitely. Um, AL one ten. I'm not sure if everyone um, had it like this, but I was with Professor Maday, and we focused on our own like um, individual interests. So I spent a whole semester almost reflecting on my interests, reflecting on my desires, my goals, um, and what it means to me. So I had when I came in thinking, you know, one thing, and I left thinking ten. You know, I thought mm-hmm. there was one problem, and there's all of these problems, and now I get to spend my time at Michigan State learning how to solve them or making an impact as best as I can. That class was so helpful. Al one ten.
1: That's a great definition for the kind of education we're talking about, where you sort of come in with a certain framework and have a class, and it just opens your mind to all these new possibilities. Yeah,
3: definitely. Definitely.
0: Was that the class I was scrolling through the Citizen Scholars page um, that you created all those videos in? Yes. Awesome, yeah. I kind of clicked through and watched a few of them, and they were all so intricate and so nothing I would have created Mm. as a freshman. (laughs) Right. But they were great. They were asked these big questions that
3: really made you think.
1: How were those assignments structured?
3: Um, I don't believe we were in the same section, but Mm -hmm. um, the way that um, Professor Caesar, my instructor for AL110, set up our assignments was with, like, distribution general broad like criteria that we had to meet and then she allowed us to just like focus it on what we were interested in and something that I really valued about the way that she would structured her class was that for the remix project which was kind of just general um mm-hmm. like writing 101 I think mm-hmm. um part of that curriculum is that we got to do that but with like an added level of we got to really pick and get down into like some deep questions like me and a couple other citizen scholars in my class we focused on language barriers and wanderlust and um, cross-cultural like observations that we had made like here on campus and then in our experiences abroad and we just put it together the video and we made a little presentation about how um, what we see in other cultures is just the tip of the iceberg and so we talked about that for um, the end of the semester like was it a symposium? Mm-hmm. Symposium. And that was just an amazing experience because like we all had different things we wanted to focus on, but we were all able to put it together within the context of an assignment and work together to get a solid message out, which I thought it was an amazing experience. That's
2: great. So besides like these really cool, in depth, nice small classes, how does a citizen scholar a citizen scholar differ from just an MSU student?
5: Well, I think um, what Citizen Scholars, what the program does is actually sort of put up um, a more polished and more um, sort of structured, um, give, give a more structured approach to what are already the goals and objectives of the university as a whole. Um, but. So they don't differ so much in terms of the larger objectives as in the ways that those get carried out and the ways that students are led through the program um, uh, through both um, stimulating their their interests and also providing them with particular opportunities. Um, So, for example, things that we create that are just for these students, um, we have these workshops. So we recently... Took a group of students to um, a play that was being put on by the theater department, um, "Blood at the Root," and they. This was a play that focused on um, identity issues, racial tension, and the justice system. So it's a form of it's a form of um, theater as social intervention. We created a workshop to go along with that that Ann Felina White from theater taught for us, and the students attended that workshop in which they were able to. Um, First of all, learn about other forms of theater that are used as social interventions. So, how does theater work to transform people's perspectives and understanding? And um, how, how is it used deliberately to do that? And then they also got to participate in a series of exercises that are kind of performative. Per, per, based in performance and um, and that uh, let them see how they can enter into a group who may have preconceptions and assumptions, um, may be operating with a set of fixed categories that don't necessarily apply and come to recognize those through various kinds of interaction. so these are these are kinds of activities that students could actually put into practice if they were in a one of those, you know, in, in in the attempt to solve a wicked problem, for example. How do you bring people to the table? How do you collaborate? And how do you do that effectively? Um, so the workshop really aimed to give them some tools to do that um, based on theories coming out of theater. Great.
1: That's one of the exciting parts of this is that by having the Citizen Scholars Program housed in the College of Arts and Letters, we're really able to bring those disciplines like theater, like art, to bear on issues, on wicked problems, and often s- some of the deepest problems that are, of course, they're being addressed in STEM fields, and that's mm-hmm. v- very important, but the perspective that we get to bring to those problems from the arts and from the humanities is really potentially transformative for for our thinking about them.
0: For sure. So we were talking a little bit about um, what you want to do with your um the money that you get, um, partaking in a study abroad, a study away, an internship. Do you guys have anything specific in mind for that? Something, a program you've learned about or an internship that you really want to shoot for?
3: Um, well, I already mentioned that I want to spend a semester abroad Mm -hmm. because I'm a German minor. I want to spend it at Jena. It'd be a spring semester trip. And I, um, I already have to do a bunch of crazy Mm -hmm. scheduling to figure out which classes Mm -hmm. I can take then. Um, and it's going to be more like language-based study, and so I'm really looking forward to that because I I went on one of the freshman seminar abroad trips this past summer to Germany, and I studied human rights in times of conflict, and I was able to do that because I had received a Citizen Scholar scholarship for that before I even came to campus, so I feel like that just as a part of being a citizen scholar, like, I was already being welcomed to the community and, like, mm-hmm. being encouraged to go out into the world and study before I even got here. So I just want to continue, continue that.
1: Was, was there? Is there a reason for Jena?
3: Um It fits best with my schedule ah, because, okay, <laughs> that, yeah. That
1: I always associate Jena with Hegel because I'm a philosophy professor. And that's where he <laughs> spent a lot of his time. So oh, I yes, thought maybe you were going to go study Hegel or something. Hegel. Yeah,
4: sure. <laughs> what about you, Mariah? Um, I'm looking to spend a summer or, like, the six-week program in London oh, to yeah. focus on literature. If I'm going to be a high school English teacher, yeah, to go to London and um, focus on Shakespearean writing. I think that would be really beneficial to my students. I'd have an experience to um, give them through, like, my own. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but... <laughs> <laughs> But now that I went to Chicago this weekend and um, I spent some time in, like, their public schools, I think that I would like to spend my internship year there and some of the scholarship money I'd like to um, have to spend that time there um, and just really, like, have a honest experience with um, the inner city communities and um, minorities. I think that Chicago is the best place for, for me. So I do study away.
0: For sure. I love that you're already thinking, you're not thinking, I think this will benefit me, but you're saying this will benefit Mm -hmm. my students. And I think that shows a lot about what the Citizen Scholar program is teaching, Mm -hmm. the kind of students they're bringing in, and uh, all that fun stuff.
2: Speaking of which, um, Sandra, why is the Citizen Scholar program great for these students' careers for after graduation, and then Ellie and Mariah what you hope to do after graduation, you know, how is it actually helping you?
5: There are so many ways. <laughs> um, so in addition to the large study abroad experience or, or um, you know, deeply funded experience that students can have, we're also developing courses that include um, really high levels of experiential learning. So we have one, um, one, program in development right now for the coming summer that will include internships for students uh, in a residency in Detroit. So that Is going to be hugely beneficial and obviously, you know, real world experience that sets them up for future um, jobs and other kinds of um, activities. But it also grounds them in the culture of Detroit and helps them to understand what it means to live in that kind of urban environment so that they bring that knowledge and understanding to their own um, interactions during the rest of their college career and afterwards. Um, We have uh, another study away program that we're developing for this coming summer. That's just an amazing art-based um, program. Uh, one of our faculty is taking students for a week in New York to look at um, public art and to look at galleries and, and experience what that what it's like in that really vibrant art context. But that's because this faculty member has been commissioned to produce a mural here in East Lansing. So the, they're, they're going to return after that week um, plan the mural. Learn about—I mean, they'll be le- learning throughout about what it means to do public art, what its function is, and and how they can get involved in that. So they'll plan the mural and create it here in East Lansing, at, at a permanent art piece that they will have um, participated in. So they'll—they um, they, that gives them a kind of experience outside of the bounds, because they don't have to be artists in order to do this, so a way of learning and knowing that's completely different for them, but also something else they can bring to the table when it comes time to work with others in other fields outside of um, campus. And I I just want to say one other I want to mention one other aspect of the program, which is our micro-credentialing system or the badging system that we use. I mean, this is how students track what they're doing. Um, it's how they mark their own progress through the program. And they, write, they undertake various kinds of activities, and then they write reflections on those that connect that activity to others that they've done and to their own goals and to their longer-term objectives. When they're done, um, when they complete the program, that is a digital badge that they can attach to their LinkedIn um, page or to their um, digital CV and present to employers or graduate schools or wherever they're going next. And that opens up and allows these potential employers to see exactly what they've done and to recognize the kinds of experiences they have had. And this is a huge boon for them as they go out into the world
2: i know dean long's all about the badging (laughs) yeah
1: i mean i think one of the exciting parts from my perspective is as as sandra was was emphasizing earlier the 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 structure of the program is really designed to empower you as students to tell your own story about the arc your life is on and the contribution your life is going to make and so that when you're able to talk about that in a very coherent and substantive way to potential employers, that's going to be a differentiating factor, I think, for you when you go into those interviews, because you're going to be able to to, to fit your values into your life in a way that I think uh, w- will really be striking to people. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, what are you guys looking to do, and how do you think what you get to do here will help you after?
4: Well, I mentioned I'm aspiring to be an urban educator, um, and what I'm taking away here that, that I count as helpful, aside from everything, <laughs> it would be the reflections, um, mm-hmm. what I'm learning here. So I'm focused on learning about social injustice, um, learning about stereotype threat, reflecting on what it means to me and uh, what I'm going to have to do for my future students um, to help fight these things Um, because a classroom is a a big place that's not that's not a practice a practice field you know that's the varsity team and I want to be a safe place I want to um, take what I'm learning here in the classrooms and just put it into my own and have these have my students know that hey there's you know hope effort I'm here for you you know there's there's going to be so much that you can do and this is how I learned like this is what I learned how to fight it and um, I don't know I just want to be somebody that that can tell my students, like, this is real, and I'm here for you, and you're not wrong, um, and that's what I'm taking away from this university. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
3: That's, that's um, okay. I feel like, for me, what it means to be a Citizen Scholar is, so being a part of my major is prepping me for my professional work, but being a part of the Citizen Scholar program and the experiences that I have with this program are preparing me to be a functioning member of society and of my community wherever I choose to end up um like even in my ALT 10 class right now um I'm studying it's the um democratic discourse Mm -hmm. um class um my course my section is focusing on democracy in the Middle East and because we are so close to the Islamic Center and there are other um like Um, my professor has taken us to the Islamic Center and we met with the imam and just this weekend we had dinner with a bunch of refugee families that are new to the country and we got to meet and interact with this community and it makes these huge global issues real and it's showing me how I can interact with these communities and help these people who if I just sat in my room and like looked on my phone I'd be like wow this is sad this is awful that this is happening what can I do about it but this is the classes that I'm taking with this program and the experiences that I'm having are showing me that while it does seem distant, that doesn't mean that it's not happening near you. And that doesn't mean that there's not something that you can do to help in a small way.
0: Oh, yeah, easy. Get it, girl. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, one of the, we, we talked about John Hanna at the beginning mm-hmm. and, um, often at the graduation time, he, i I've, he used to say uh, that, you know, each student is kind of a, a part of an ever what he called an ever widening circle of the community of of Michigan State University. And I love this metaphor of kind of thinking about a pebble dropped in in a, in a pond that that ripples outward and and has an impact that's that's um, exponentially expanding over time. And the stories that both of you are telling already about your experience and the, the future you are planning for yourselves and the impact that you're going to have. Uh, on the world is just a, a great indication that that ever-widening circle is going to have tremendous impact as we move forward.
0: I think experiences like that are like at the heart of the Citizen Scholar program. Mm-hmm. Like that You're is so that's the yeah. the goal, whether or not we say it like outwardly like that. So with that,
5: <laughs>
0: that might be the best, but we wanted to say the best for last. So what has been your favorite, your best experience at MSU thus far in your short time being here?
3: Oh, goodness. i got to think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we got to campus, um, like, it's, like, crazy because there's so many people on campus all the time. Right. Um, but, like, first week, orientation, welcome week, the – first day of the week Monday we went we had like a citizen scholars meeting and the first thing we did was we did like volunteer work we were um helping we drew on these little lunch bags for kids food ba- kids food basket because these kids were getting these um lunches sent home these take-home dinners and like that's the first thing we did and we got to just spend time and like get to know people and it made it seem less daunting to go and like spend been, like the next however many years we're going to be here to know that we've got a community of people who are like-minded who are fun to hang out with and are creative brilliant people and that's like helped me like spot familiar faces throughout like the last few months and so I think that that experience has definitely been one of my favorite experiences
4: fantastic For me, mine was more recent. Um, It was when Dr. Logan paired us up with faculty members based on our social justice interests. Um, We met in a room, and they were small handfuls of groups. Um, Each one had a faculty member there, um, and it was very casual, no pressure, and we just talked and brainstormed on the change we wanted to make, how we can make that change, Um, and what we plan to do in in recent like in recent times so like next week what do you want to do next week Mm -hmm. to to make this change um and it was just really encouraging to see a room full of people coming together coming together faculty members and students um just to say like I'm going to help you and at the end of um that meeting a professor just came up to me and she's like I believe in you you and the change you want to make. Here's my email and come talk to me. It was so easy to network. And I'm like, I am so thankful for this program because when I first came to Michigan State, I felt like a small fish in a big pond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Through this cohort, inside of a cohort, it's like there's hands that just want to give you things, you know. So I'm super thankful. That's my best experience Are both awesome. I would have been like,
0: oh, the football game. No, that's great. Um, All right. This was great. This was so much fun and so happy to hear about everything that the Citizen Scholars are doing. Even if it's just your two stories we're hearing, we know that there's so many other people that are doing awesome, incredible, local, and earth shattering changes (laughs) in the world. I don't know what I just said. That's okay. (laughs) Um. All right. So yeah. Thanks everyone. Thank you for having having us. us. Thank 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 you. So we want to thank our technical producer, Daniel Trago, for being amazing, our marketing director slash producer, Ryan Kilcoyne, for being great, and of course, the College of Arts and Letters for giving us so much. You can check out all of the college's podcasts at cal.msu.edu slash about slash podcast.
2: And a little more, the ideas and opinions expressed on this program do not reflect those of the College of Arts and Letters, any of our sponsors, or any official entities
0: of Michigan State University. Be sure to tune in in two weeks for an all-new episode about more news and exciting initiatives happen happening within the college and around the arts and humanities. Thanks so much for listening.
1: Go green. Go, Go white. Go white.